Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. This is People Every Day. Coming up, remembering icon Betty White following the news of her death just a few weeks before her 100th birthday inside her final interview with People. Plus, what we know about Janet Jackson's upcoming tell-all documentary and why Halle Berry has her fans all abuzz. It's January 3rd. Oh my gosh, hi. Happy New Year. This is People Every Day, and it's me, Janine Rubenstein, here in your ear this lovely first Monday of 2022. Yes, 2022. You got to just keep saying it so it sinks in. So let's catch up. I hope you all had a wonderful holiday break. I brought in the new year at home with the fam because hashtag we inside right now. But it was beautiful. Um, Resolutions, I have many, but I will spare you the full list because one of them is to focus, stop procrastinating, and just get to it. And so with that in mind, let's get to the news that's percolating out there. One thing is a holdover from last year, and that's that Britney Spears has still had it with her family. Social media sleuths saw that the 40-year-old pop star, who we know was freed from her 13-year conservatorship back in November, is no longer following her sister Jamie Lynn Spears on Instagram, a modern-day marker that denotes the drama is all the way real. Uh, Elsewhere on Instagram, there's some news about Miss Halle Berry that's not real. (laughs) The 55-year-old Oscar winner is not married, despite a post that made a lot of fans think otherwise. So on New Year's Day, she shared a photo of herself with boyfriend Van Hunt on vacation, facing each other while holding hands in what appears to be a chapel with a caption that read, well, it's official. But she was trolling us. She cleared things up on Sunday, writing, We were just having some New Year's Day fun. People clearly don't swipe as much as we thought they did. That part in reference to the next photo that said Happy New Year. She added, quote, Thank you for the well wishes, though. It really touched our hearts. Now it's official. The Internet is no longer undefeated. (laughs) Halle Berry. Halle Berry. And then there was the highly anticipated Harry Potter reunion that also delighted and confused fans. 20 years after the first film, stars Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, Rupert Grint got together and opened up about the iconic franchise. But Emma Watson is who made the most headlines. She revealed that while filming, she was in love, in love with Tom Felton, who played Draco Malfoy, uh, which has folks talking. But aside from that, there was an editing mishap involving Emma. In the reunion episode, a picture that appears to, I guess, supposedly show Emma Watson as a little girl sitting at a dining table eating breakfast while wearing a pair of Minnie Mouse ears uh, isn't her. (laughs) Fans quickly noticed the photo was not Emma Watson. It was a childhood pic of actress Emma Roberts, different Emma. Fans took to Twitter to discuss and producers apologized. And in the meantime, neither Emma has weighed in on the mix up. 
All right, well, switching gears a bit, it's time to dig in because the new trailer for Janet Jackson's documentary, Janet, is out. Why did you want to do this documentary? It's just something that needs to be done. And after five years in the making, the documentary is finally set to premiere on Lifetime and A&E January 28th. It delves into an array of topics, which, I mean, quite frankly, we all want to know about. The topics range from her career to her relationship with her brother, Michael, all the way to her controversial Super Bowl halftime performance with Justin Timberlake back in 2004. Well, in preparation for the documentary's release, we thought we'd dive into all the details we know so far. That's why we've asked senior editor Melody Chu to join the conversation. Hi, Mel. Hi, Janine. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So out of all the people staffers, we knew you'd be the one to fill us in on this. You've been following this story very closely, and I am very excited about this documentary, as you know. So what can you tell us? Yeah, you and I have been talking about this for what feels like years now. Um, (laughs) But yeah, ever since it was announced she was doing this documentary, which was shocking in and of itself because she's so private and she's never opened up before about um, anything really. And uh, now it really seems like she's going to go there, which is very exciting. I kind of call her like almost like a rock and roll recluse. Like, (laughs) I don't know. Like, she's huge and she has Mm -hmm. been touring and performing and doing all of that. But in terms of her personal life, we get like dribs and drabs that she wants to put out there. She is a mom now. She went through that whole motherhood Mm -hmm. journey quietly. She's divorced. She has, you know, all these things going on, but we really don't know the details and we haven't heard from her. So, I mean, just this past November, the New York Times released its documentary, Malfunction, The Dressing Down of Janet Jackson. So can you remind us of that documentary? And also, how is this new one different in comparison? Yeah, well, you know, I I watched that one and I didn't walk away feeling like I had gotten a lot of new info, honestly. Mm -hmm. You want to hear Janet talk. I think Um, it's different than, say, you know, the Britney documentary that they did where I think a lot of the public hadn't heard a a lot of details about even the court hearings and conservatorship itself. But with Janet, you just want to hear her tell her side of the story. Mm -hmm. And I think this is what we're going to get from this Lifetime one. You know, just from the trailer, she talks about the tough topics like Michael, love, and all of this, and and of course, the Super Bowl, which um, I'm dying to know about what she really thinks of JT. And oh my God, poor JT. He's just been through it. Yeah. (laughs) yeah. It's so crazy how enduring that whole debacle Mm -hmm. has been. Like when I think back to 2004, like I was like early in college and this was happening Mm -hmm. and I'm still talking about it. I I, I feel like with the same fervor. (laughs) today. <laughs> yeah. Like what happened? We still don't know. We still now don't we'll finally hear. Know. Yeah. Yeah. J- Janet was so burned at that time and and she never got to really share what happened. I think only she knows, right? And and she's been yeah. holding on to that. So hopefully now we find out. Well, well, I know there'll be some big name celebrities. I mean, JT, mm-hmm. who knows? He did apologize. <laughs> uh, but do you think there'll be any big surprises like that? You know, we were talking about her being a mom earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would love to see what her son looks like now, even if it's, you know, little snippets like like we have in other documentaries of super private celebs. But to see her as a mom, we never, ever see her her son. I know, Issa, right? Like, how how mm-hmm. old is he He's four or five. Four, four. Yeah. That's a big, yeah. that's a big boy. A grown child. <laughs> that's a big <laughs> yeah. boy. You're so right. In my mind, like, he, he's just a little baby in her arms still, but so much time has passed. 
Wow. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. And I'm honestly excited to just, like you said, hear her side of Mm -hmm. things. So how she's personally experienced all of these ups and downs of her life that we've kind of been able to get a little bit of a glimpse of. Is there anything in particular for you that you hope that they cover and really dig into outside of, you know, boob gate? Super Bowl? (laughs) Yeah. I think it's really interesting already, the few snippets we got from the trailer about her relationship with Michael. Did the allegations affect you career-wise? Yeah. Guilty by association. I guess that's what they call it, right? They were incredibly close. Mm-hmm. And and to have everything, you know, really come out after his death, all the allegations, we haven't heard her speak on that. Um, exactly. And, you know, every time there is a, a Jackson story now, and she said to herself in the trailer, like, yeah, it follows you, even though she may not have known anything or, you know, these allegations may have been shocking to even her, but everyone's sort of intertwined, especially in the Jackson family. And so to hear how she's dealt with that and how she processes, you know, her relationship with Michael now knowing what she does, I don't know. I think it's, all of it's going to be incredibly compelling. Everything. I want to know everything. I want to I know that. I want to know what her closet looks like. I just, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I need, it. I need it all. <laughs> yes, the closet. <laughs> I need it all. Yeah, give us a home tour. <laughs> Mel, thank you so much. Thanks, Janine. Next up, People TV editor Brianne Heldman joins me to remember the icon Betty White and take us into her final interview with People just days before her surprising death at 99. Stick around. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. I am back now with People's Brianne Heldman to talk about a story I know everyone saw over the weekend, and that's the news that legendary actress and comedian Betty White died in her sleep, just three weeks shy of her 100th birthday. Her death came as a shock to many, but it really took our staff by surprise because White was actually this week's cover star. Our profile and interview dropped two days before her death. It's eerie looking at this week's issue and and knowing that she's no longer with us. But I'm happy we had the opportunity to celebrate her one last time. And I just love that an icon like White got her flowers while she was still with us. It's a sentiment I know Brianne shares. She actually edited People's Interview with Betty. And she joins me now to talk about it. Hi, Brianne. Hi, Janine. This is the celebrity death I have dreaded for my entire career. And I'll be honest, when it happened, having just edited that cover feature, I mostly just felt glad and lucky that we had a Betty for 99 years. Such a long and awesome life. Well, I mean, I think that gets right to it, though. Uh, we were surprised to get this news, right? Walk me through that. Absolutely. We, we were indeed surprised. We did the interview about two weeks before via email. And she told us herself she was feeling lucky that she was in such good health. So we certainly were not expecting this news. You know, Betty had tweeted her excitement about our people cover and was planning to be part of this 100th birthday celebration. So she certainly seemed 
to be anticipating this birthday and hitting this milestone. So we were devastated, but as you said earlier, she died in her sleep. It sounds like it was a very peaceful death. And we do know that every day of her life after her husband died, she thought of him, she spoke of him, she blew kisses into the wind at him and at photos of him and had spoken about looking forward to being reunited with him mm. in the afterlife. So, you know, we're happy for Betty that she gets to do that. For sure. I mean, well, it's impossible to go over everything she worked on during her time as an actress, but I'm hoping you can remind listeners of the broad strokes. So what was she best known for? Well, Betty White's career began almost immediately after high school. She started uh, acting in radio shows and then was on game shows. Uh, she really made her mark on the Mary Tyler Moore show. She was actually hired for one episode and was such a hit that she became a full-time cast member. I need comforting and you don't know what to do. T tell me what to do. I'll do it. <laughs> Take my head and pat it. <laughs> then, of course, everyone knows and loves the Golden Thank Girls. Thank you for being afraid. I'm just waiting for you to say <laughs> Amen. Uh, <laughs> that show was groundbreaking in so many ways. When you really think about it, would there have been a Sex in the City where there are not a Golden Girls? Oh, my goodness. Uh, if you think about the 80s, a show that was so grounded in four older women... I mean, that's not a show people would bank on today, not to or mention Or older then. women and their love lives and their sex lives and just like the, the sisterhood between. It was just so I would sit with my friends. I really got into it in middle school of all time. Yeah. <laughs> but I would just sit with my friends and we would watch episode after episode and just soak in all of that wisdom and chaos that they were putting out there. <laughs> Absolutely. But Betty's generations continued on. She had a huge career resurgence in 2009 with The Proposal, co-starring with Sandra Bullock and Ryan Reynolds, mm -hmm. and then wound up hosting Saturday Night Live after there were petitions for SNL to have her on. Many of you know that I'm, I'm 88 and a half years old, so it's, well, it's great to be here for a number of reasons. <laughs> Apparently, she had turned them down many times over the years, but finally caved in 2010 mm. and made a huge mark. That same year, she had this Snickers commercial on the Super Bowl that was totally unforgettable. Mike, what is your deal, oh, man? Oh, come on, man. You've been riding me all day. Mike, you're playing like Betty White out there. That's not what your girlfriend said. Oh, baby. It's amazing. And then, of course, she signed on for Hot in Cleveland, which she did for many seasons and was a huge hit well into her 90s. Oh, my goodness. When... <laughs> There's just been so many clips floating around and that hot in Cleveland one where the whole cast breaks because Betty's sitting there and they went to Pie Curious and she says, <laughs> she says, you know, once you go Blackberry. Once you go Blackberry. You know, <laughs> and then the whole cast just breaks. <laughs> it's so funny, but you're right. She was, goodness, just like well into her past retirement years and slaying on the screen. Slaying. And if you recall, before the pandemic, she was supposed to do a holiday movie in 2020. So, I mean, she was going to keep going well, well deeper into her 90s. Yeah. And, and, and you spoke to a number of her former co-stars for this issue. So what was one thing that stood out from the folks who got to just go toe to toe with her on screen? 
One of the most fun elements that's in our feature, but I actually wound up cutting a few of the references because I didn't want her to seem like a total lush, was everyone <laughs> talked about Betty and her vodka at 530 in the evening. She did it vodka on the rocks with a slice of grapefruit or lime every single day around 530. Wow. I love that. I call that good clean living all the way into your 90s. Do it. And she spoke about hating green juices. She talked about loving her hot dogs and bologna and peanut butter sandwiches, which. okay, well, Uh, there (laughs) you had me at everything but that. (laughs) But but many of her co-stars talked about I don't understand how she lived on that diet. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. And she just really had such a great outlook on life. Her assistant described her as bubbly, naughty, and sweet all at the same time. And her agent said her life was one of happiness. Anything else about Betty that you'd like to share or or you think people should consider? Is there anyone else like her out there? I cannot think, I can't think of anyone. There is and there will never be another Betty White. And I think the best way to celebrate Betty, you know, aside from a vodka in the rocks at, at 530, <laughs> is to go back and look at just how funny she was throughout her whole life. She was the queen of the one-liner. If you look at her on late night shows, again, well into her 90s, she was so sassy. You know, even her assistant told us a, a story about how she was telling Betty about considering taking this this guy back that she had dated and Betty made a total sex joke right back at her. It was amazing. Wait, I mean, what did she say? <laughs> According to her assistant, Betty said, well, if he doesn't want to be exclusive, screw him. And then she paused and looked at her and said, but don't screw him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's 99 year old Betty. 99. 99 with the zingers with the sex jet. Brianne, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. And thank you, Betty, for being our friend. Boop, boop. <laughs> that was People's Senior TV Editor Brianne Heldman on the life of Betty White, who died last week at age 99. For more on this story, head over to People.com. And now, the first Something to Make You Smile of the Year. There's an aspiring doctor who is starting the new year off by being hailed a hero after making a startling discovery at a hockey game. Back in October, 22-year-old Nadia Popovich alerted the Vancouver Canucks' equipment manager, Brian Red Hamilton, to a cancerous mole on the back of his neck from the stands. She saw it from the stands. That led him to seek medical attention. He was diagnosed with a type 2 malignant melanoma, which was removed and treated because it was caught early on. Wow. So fast forward to January 1st, the Canucks posted a heartfelt letter on Twitter from Hamilton and asked users on the platform to help him find his his savior. Hours later, they met face to face and he talked about his gratitude for her during a news conference. She saved my life. You know, she didn't take me out of a burning car like the, the big stories, but she took me out of a out of a slow fire. Like she's a hero. Better yet, recently, during a game against the Seattle Krakens, Popovich was awarded a $10,000 scholarship to medical school from both teams. What an incredible story highlighting how essential doctors really are, and soon-to-be doctors, too. I will talk to you guys tomorrow. 